Hello and welcome to Taiwan Talk, a show where we talk about people living in Taiwan and Taiwanese people living abroad. I'm Trevor Tordomasi, and joining me in the studio today is Rifat. Hello. Hello, everyone. Very, very nice to be here again. Rifat is a Turkish-Taiwanese actor, comedian, and TV host. Rifat, how are you doing today? Very good. You have been in Taiwan for many years, mm -hmm. um, and the world of entertainment for just as long. How did you find your way into the film called "The History of Taiwan People" in 2006? Actually, this was a very funny story because uh, I, at that time, I just off my class. I was walking on the street, and produce, producers they were looking for a guy. You got scouted on the street. Yeah, scouted <laughs> on the street, and they asked me to be part of a film, and I didn't know that what was the what was the purpose of that uh, I mean, conversation. I said, is this real? Because I thought that maybe somebody want to cheat me. I mean, I don't know anything about the Taiwan at that time. I didn't know that. And they offered me a job. I need to be there for casting first. They need to take some pictures because they think that I look like George Leslie McKay from Canada, a dentist. Maybe you heard okay. about him. He's very famous. And he there is a hospital in Taiwan called George Leslie McKay. Ma Jie, mm. I said, okay. Then they took my pictures at I mean, another day, and then I really realized that, okay, I really look like him. Or maybe <laughs> he looks like me. Or, no, or he looks like me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I said, okay, why not? Then I started to do this kind of things, and mm -hmm. I became the George Leslie McKay for that documentary of Taiwan people, the uh -huh. history of Taiwan. And I liked it because I'm coming from Turkey. I used to work as a travel guide in different languages. I was speaking in German. I was entertaining people actually in Turkey too. And then when I just came to Taiwan, I realized that Taiwan needs some foreign faces for entertainment business. And I said, okay, why don't I try some other things? Maybe I can achieve. And at the time I started to try my chances in this business. So you had already been performing a little bit before when you were in Turkey. I was I was a guide. Actually, you know, the tourism means entertainment. Right, Because right, right. I was a guide. I was, I mean, I had the microphone. I was yeah. telling jokes to the people just without the cameras. Yeah. So they scouted the right guy. Honestly. Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe <laughs> yeah. it's 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 like I mean, it fits for my character. Mm. It was really fun. You were the first foreign artist in Taiwan's history to win a Golden uh, Bell Award for best travel host. Yeah. Um, and uh, that was from the show I Walker. Can you yes. tell us about that show? I Walker appeared very later because yeah. I started to do first TV shows as a tiny guest mm -hmm. and then i started to do kind of like comedy comedy club comedy shows stand-up comedy yeah. and then they offered me a job they said to me okay here's the contract five years okay do you want to i mean work with us or not five I years said, is a long time this yeah time. and yeah. i said they said like 50 50 you know 50 50. Right. i said oh my god this is a chance they offered me a job as a host and for the first time in taiwan it was the like prime time travel show Oh, I said, because at that time I didn't have enough money. I was thinking that, okay, I need to leave Taiwan because business, I mean, entertainment business, it's very hard to, maybe you can get in, but mm -hmm. it's very hard to improve your that career as a real entertainer. Mm -hmm. And then I said, okay, let's see. And I signed the contract and we started to do the show. And I never thought that I'm going to get the Golden, Golden Bell, which is the first foreigner in Taiwan television history. And then it became like cessation in Taiwan. At that day, I realized that, okay, I can do better. And also, actually, the thing that, that the vote gave many uh, foreigners a hope. And look at look at now. Yeah. So many foreigners, they are trying for TV, for social media, new media. They are everywhere. 
Yeah, it's good. And proof that like not only in culturally, in legally, you are also Taiwanese now. Yep. So to prove that it doesn't need to be a person who grew up in Taiwan that can represent Taiwan, but also a person who came to Taiwan and lives here and became Taiwanese as well. Yeah, yeah. This is actually, I like it because you're from United States. You know the thing, like the entertainment business, you have many people from all around the world that they entertain people. Everyone's different and everyone's American. Yeah. Um. So what do you think was your biggest uh, influence on, on that path to iWalker? I think my character, I'm coming from Turkey. Turkey is a place which uh, belongs to West and the East mm-hmm. because Turkey also part of Europe, part of Asia. And I always get used to talk with foreigners. I'm, I mean, I've been to, I, I mean, through the bilingual education, I met with Germans, I met with Americans. So I did this kind of spirit gave me, gave me like, you know, a motivation. And I saw that people were laughing, they were people having fun. I said that, okay, I'm doing something good that like very precious thing, let people laugh. That the thing is because we have we have we have, we need fans. Mm-hmm. The fans came. Also, I started to make money, and I, I I met my wife, and I became slowly became part of Taiwan. Before that, I was a foreigner, but then I realized that oh my god, people respect me, people like my culture, people like my attitude, or maybe they like my even they like my accent or sometimes my mistakes when I was talking in uh, Chinese language. Then I married and I said, that, oh my God, I became Taiwanese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's changed, like, you know, from foreigner to a Taiwanese guy. Yeah, part of Taiwan's journey. You said uh, on your journey that you were doing some stand-up comedy. Yeah. You were doing some shows and that is more freeform. That is what you write. Uh, you used to perform barefoot. It was, it was so, uh, it was fun because the barefoot gives me, I feel like my, I feel like at home. Uh-huh. And at those days, I, I was looking for to show something to people and i just i'm a very directly guy i just went to the place the first time i thought a bit uh, i was very nervous i said okay what is what can i do for i mean feeling better and i thought that maybe the the shoes i took my shoes off and i barefoot on the stage and shared my stories like maybe three minutes and then the three minutes became five minutes the next show five minutes became six minutes then seven minutes three four years later I performed for 1,000 people, 1,500 students in the universities. It was very fun, but I'm not doing it in these days, but I, I really miss those days because those days uh, let me learn more about Taiwan, the culture, and also I started to learn how to entertain people in Chinese language, which is very different than other languages. Yeah, I was going to ask, actually, uh, how I've, I've watched the rapid evolution of stand-up comedy in Taiwan, but mm-hmm. also the rapid evolution of kind of, I guess, just not to speak for Taiwan, but the evolution of humor in Taiwan, I think, is also a very apparent thing. Like the mixing of all these different cultures coming together. What makes something funny and stand-up comedy as something that is becoming more popular? Because that's a new way to express your humor in Taiwan. Have you uh, been affected by this change or has it inspired you to make new things? Uh Inspired you know, the way you approach comedy or writing? Stand-up comedy, it's now very popular in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. But I, we are talking about like almost, almost 13 years, 13 years ago. They're like 13 years ago, they, we didn't have any stand-up comedy. We it's, were the first starters of stand-up comedy in Taiwan. It was, it's very, it's, 13 years can seem like a long time to some people, but it's not that long. It's not that it's long. It's very recent. But yeah. in 13 years, stand-up comedy became very popular yeah. as you know many taiwanese friends they are doing many shows like american versions mm-hmm. at those days i never thought that one day taiwan will accept this culture because at, at, at those, those days we were talking about stand-up comedy the people didn't know that what is stand-up comedy i was talking that one man show 
They right. taught that yeah, like they know the, the Xiangsheng or something. Yeah, yeah they, they know, know the Xiangsheng, but Xiangsheng is very local, very traditional thing. It's not that very, uh, it's very traditional way of humor. Yeah. But the stand-up comedy in United States, they have 100 years of like development. So in Taiwan, it's very new, but in 10 years, it became very popular. They sell tickets, many comedians, they are trying their best. It's good, but you have to be in the in the business. You have to, it's like a rock, but mm. you have to always, you know, they polish the rock and yeah. became better. Make it into a, a diamond. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it takes time. It takes mm. time. It is all about your skills, your talent also. It's all about observation. My comedy style was observational comedy. But the thing is, I'm using Chinese. If I try to do it in my language, my native language, Turkish, I still have to sharpen my skills. Mm. It's not like oh I can okay I do it in Cham uh, I do it in Chinese I can do it in Turkish not that way. If I go to United States I can do it. But the thing is I have to stay there. I have to develop the the thing. I have to observe the society. I have to catch the feeling of how to talk with people because mm. every language is different. So it's all about time. It's all about the spending your uh, time on the stage and it's all about learning. Um, okay, so now you're, uh, many years later, you're hosting stuff for Taiwan Plus. Um, can you tell us about your show uh, Live from Taiwan? Live from Taiwan, actually, it's also street interview style, which mm. is very famous in, the street interview is very famous in uh, Europe. Mm. But in Taiwan, it's not that common. Actually, I started to do those uh, street interviews a couple of years ago. At those days, the name was Ufong Jiegui. Because my name is Ufong. Yeah. Ufong Jiegui. Like street ghost? Yeah, yeah. But the Jiegui is, it's, I changed to the street. Okay. And then we realized that Taiwan Plus was looking for some new content and I offered them th this opportunity. I said to them, okay, we can, if you want, we can do the same thing in English. We can do it maybe better with uh, more cameras, more crew. <laughs> and then they said, why not? We try. And then we started to make it as foreign friends, how they feel about Taiwan, how they feel about living in Taiwan. We ask them many questions about the, like Taiwan brands, let them share their story in English language and let our audiences know about Taiwan, not like democracy, like healthcare, many things. We just started a couple of months ago. Yeah. We did five episodes and I'm looking forward to make more episodes because once people uh, turn on their application, like Taiwan Plus application, or once they uh, get on the YouTube, they can watch and they can learn many things about Taiwan from foreigners, not from Taiwanese people. Mm. It's an important perspective. Yeah. It's a perspective that you are you are kind of like leading the charge with. Yeah, yeah because we want to promote uh, Taiwan. The thing is, Taiwan needs more promotion. I mean, mm -hmm. we are coming from the United States. You are coming from States. I'm coming from Turkey. United States, you don't yeah. have promotion because yeah. you have many things. But the Taiwan is different. So Taiwan needs more promotion than the other countries. Mm. Many countries... They even don't know where Taiwan is. When they when I show them the map, they can't find where Taiwan is. Huh? Is it Hainan? No, it's not. Yeah, yeah, they don't know that like, <laughs> Thailand. They still don't know what is happening in Taiwan. They yeah. even don't know what Taiwan people, I mean, speak. They don't know we speak Chinese here. They don't know. So we have to promote Taiwan more than our countries. Yeah, Taiwan needs that. That's why we started to do live from Taiwan, and I got good uh, reactions, good feedback, and through the Taiwan Plus platform, we want to do more and more, let the people learn more about Taiwan. Maybe we are not going to reach all the world, but right. at least maybe some other countries, if they watch our videos, they will learn 
from Taiwan. What kinds of stories do you think the world needs to hear more of from Taiwan? You have, uh, for example, one of the episodes is about gender equality in Taiwan. What, what do you? What else do you think? Do you I think in? they can learn many things from healthcare. How the, the like the harmonious society became because Taiwan came from agricultural society and they can learn about the, the success pro, uh, the, the progress of success because once uh, Taiwan was poor and became democratic became free and had their own identity had their own culture I think people can learn the process of Taiwan and then let the people learn about the Taiwanese people's uh, sacrifice to to build this society one of the biggest economies in the world and Taiwan is a very tiny island and one of the most freest places in the world, societies in the world, also one of the most uh, democratic places of the world. We have high education, we have very good healthcare system, but people, they don't know about this. When they want to learn Chinese, the language, the Mandarin, they even don't relate it with Taiwan, but we can invite them to come to Taiwan, also travel in Taiwan. I mean, Taiwan is a, is a part of, part of a modern technology. We have high tech, we have many things, but people, they don't know. Yeah, and there's a lot to say. Um, so, uh, speaking of saying stuff um, in English versus Turkish versus Chinese, um, you are now teaching uh, in the second season of Taiwan Plus's Legit Mando series um, for teaching Mandarin Chinese. Uh, you also speak many other languages. Um, what has helped you the most when learning Chinese? I think the most important thing, I was lucky because I studied Mandarin in Turkey for mm. years. And I learned in Turkey through Taiwanese friends because I had a teacher from Taiwan. I met very nice Taiwanese people and I learned about Taiwan, which I never know about. I never heard about it. And then when I got the offer, it was the time that let people learn more about the language, the Mandarin and the foreigners, when they want to learn this language, they can think that Taiwan is also another option, draw more attention from the world and they can come here. 15 years ago, how many foreigners were living in, in Taiwan and now how many foreigners? You know, sometimes one man or one TV show can change a lot. When I first came to Taiwan, 2006, you know how many Taiwanese people were going to Turkey, you know? How many? 17,000 people. Okay. 17,000. Yeah. From Taiwan to Turkey. That's a year. 17,000 a year. Not a lot. But before, not a lot. Yeah. But before pandemic 2019, you know how many Taiwanese people going to Turkey? Became 100,000 people. Five okay. times more. Yeah. Because I was promoting Turkey mm -hmm. to Taiwanese people. The same thing, 15 years ago, no more promotion. We didn't have any Taiwan Plus platform, but now we have. Think about it, we, if we keep doing this kind of things, five years later, you will see that many people from all around the world, they will choose Taiwan because of the language, culture, democracy, and the, 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 the Taiwan resources, they will come here. We will integrate with the world. Um, so looking forward, do you have any ideas or plans for future projects or hosting or performances? Yes, I definitely want to do more uh, live from Taiwan. This is definitely because Taiwan Plus is a very, uh, it's a very, it's like, like a baby. I want to make more shows for Taiwan Plus, like from live from Taiwan, Legit Mendo, or maybe others. I have plans for this platform to make better things, creative things, then let the people about the world, all around the world, know about Taiwan. This is one thing. Mm -hmm. This is for the Taiwan Plus. But my, my own life, also, I have to write books. I have to create many other products. And also, I'm doing business. I want to bring more products from my country and introduce to Taiwanese people. This is also a thing. Another thing is, I want to introduce Taiwan to my country because I mentioned before the interview, I'm now a 
correspondent for Turkish international media. Yeah. I want to share more things. Yeah. Um, and is there anything else that you'd like to say to the people of Taiwan? Ty I, I always say the Taiwanese people, they have to broaden their uh, visions. They have to, they don't always feel they're very shy. I want them there like directly to go to the other countries. They promote Taiwan. They have to uh, invest their education, learn other languages and don't always stuck in Taiwan. I always tell them don't stuck in Taiwan. So I want to... Uh, let them know that they have to promote their land, their culture to the people, and they will see the results in coming years. Yeah. This is this is what I can say. And also thank you, thank you also, thank you to Taiwanese audiences that they loved me, they supported me, they take care of me. And this is also another thing that I want to say thank you to Taiwanese people. Yeah, acting as a bridge between Taiwan and the world, uh, giving the people something to talk about. Um, thank you again for joining us in the studio today. Thank you, very appreciate. I mean, I really love this studio i've been here for a long time ago and also good to be here <laughs> yeah. again yeah. uh this has been rifat yeah rifat uh wufang joining us today on taiwan talk until next time i'm trevor tordomasi on icrt fm 100. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday, English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese, and EZ News, spelled with the letters E and Z, for simplified daily news. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.